Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 76 of Zion's Finest. In this episode, I'm joined by Scott Paul, my dear brother, where we played back-to-back games of Lothal Wastes, Fluctuations, with Spectre Cell. Scott played a Vader Palpthron list, which Spectre Cell won. I was running Spectre Cell. Then I played the box. Scott played Spectre Cell, which Spectre Cell also won. The big focus in our discussion is ways to handle Spectre Cell on Lothal, although honestly... A strong problem that we're encountering right now is that Sabine on that dumb spire is just too good. And so we've been, we, we talk a little bit about that, talk about ways to mitigate risk. There's going to have to be something, something's going to have to change with that. Either we might, we might be needing some kind of paradigm shift or maybe an errata or something like that. And I hate to like drop that hammer, but this is one of those times where we all know Spectre Cell is good. And it's good that Spectre Cell is good, right? Like we want to have new good lists. Might be, you know, that it's a little overtuned is that 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 might be a little bit of a problem, but we can talk about that separately. But Sabine and Spectre on Lothal is very, very, very good. What happened was just like a, a quick summary in both games, Sabine just goes and sits on the spire. She can't be approached by anybody because there's no one to attack her. Right. And then Spectre Cell just goes the other way. And what that does is it compresses the map and it just allows if you which you can, you can block lines of sight if you're fighting ranged units, so that Ezra, Kanan, and Zeb can just be in their opponent's grill before their opponent has been able to take any meaningful shots. Now, that's not going to be round one. It might not even be round two, but the point is is that ranged units are going to have a hard time committing to deal damage against Spectre Cell in a way that doesn't like overexpose them. And so there's there are problems with it. And we're, we're, we're going to keep testing, we're going to keep thinking about this, but this episode is largely us decompressing, trying to figure out what's going on, and to think about ways that Imperial players and Rebel players can respond. Now, obviously, I wasn't running Rebel Hunters. I actually think Han Rangers are not going to be too bad on this if something can be figured out with this Spire, or if we can get a little bit of better, bigger play, because there's like the Spire side and the non-Spire side, and until there's an errata... If you are running pretty much anything, you have to just go to the non-spire side. And if that can get figured out, I think we might be in better shape than we're currently in. But right now, so I've played five games on Lethal Waste. Um, four of them have been Fluctuations. One of them have been Blitz. Spectre Cell has been involved in every single match, and Spectre Cell has won every single game. Okay, so that that tells you, and this is against, like, they're, like, good people who, who are playing, and... I, I have been playing mostly Spectre Cell as, like, the testing person because, like, I've played the box a million times. I don't need to play the box more. So when we're playing things, I'm the one who's playing Spectre Cell and, like, other people are playing other things. And it just... I feel like there's so many th- there's so many ways to control risk as... Or to just completely shut down the opportunity for your opponent to expose risk with Spectre Cell, with Sabine, with that stupid Spire. So that's kind of where we're at. The episode, I mean, we, we, we don't rant or anything, but they, we definitely kind of dive into where we think the real rub of the problem is going to be. And so that that that's what this episode is. It's really enjoyable, actually. Like I, It was very cathartic for me to record it, for us to talk about it, because it kind of helped me work through some of the things that I'm going to need to change about playing versus Spectre on this list. And I think that everybody who listens to it, it will, it will pay dividends, especially if you're a Spectre player. We have a discussion about motivation, extra armor, and doubt. Spoiler alert, we think motivation is going to be the next good iteration because of the movement that it gives you, just like a little bit of flexible play. And so we're going to, we talk about that a little bit. You'll really enjoy it. 
So regionals are coming up. They're starting in almost two weeks. Three weeks, I think, is when we're going to have our first regional, which is crazy. First regional, um, three weeks from yesterday. They are starting. There's going to be two in the U.S., one in the U.K. that we know about right now. If you know about other regionals, please post them in the Slack or let us know at zionsfinestia at gmail.com so I can put it in our Google Doc Organized Play um, sheet that gives contact information, general information about every regional that we're trying to sh- uh, send out to people so that people know about local regionals and they can obviously drum up support from other people. So if you've got that info, please get it to me. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode, and I'll turn it over to Scott. Hello and welcome to Zion's Finest. This is Kenny Brown, and I'm joined by my brother, Scott Nielsen. Hello. We are going to be talking about Lothal wastes and we are going to be talking about spectra cell with all wastes yes we are <laughs> uh we should i should have a uh, what's the word a warning at the beginning specter went two and oh tonight in yes. somewhat convincing fashion yep so <laughs> we're gonna let, but we're gonna break it down and we're gonna see what the progress is going to be going forward i'm gonna pull up a map of with all waste so that we can look at it we played tonight first game i played specter scott yep. played I played Vader Palp Thrawn with two officers, an elite death trooper, and five skirmish upgrades. A very it's a cool list. What are the skirmish upgrades? They are Doubt, Rule by Fear, Zillow, Unshakable, Extra Armor. Okay. Um, very, very cool list. I I'm gonna I wanna talk a little bit about it in a little bit. I was playing Spectre Cell, normal Spectre Cell, two copies of Pummel. Um, and besides that, very, very standard fare. Our game, so what we're going to do is we're going to orient everything around Lothal Wastes, and we're going to do it with CT, so if you're looking at the official map, like you're the play map, CT's on top, okay, which means the Spire's on top. Yep. Okay, so I was on the right side of the map, like oh, like where the characters, like where they are. That was my deployment zone. Scott was obviously on the other side. Yep. One of which, one of the deployment sides seems better than the other, but which we think is that one, right? Yeah. Like the the inside, we'll call that the inside, the inside deployment zone, because there's no um, difficult or not difficult terrain, blocking terrain. Yeah, there's no blocking terrain. There's no impassable terrain. Impassable terrain. Yeah. So you can just get right out. Yeah, a little more flexible. It probably doesn't matter with some matchups. Like I think. Kenny did all right when he was on that side. But yeah, because I just put getting in the pocket. But it does put it does force some of your figures to go farther back. Um, so it, it costs you a couple spaces. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's do a quick run through of let's do a quick run through of the game because it was it was a quick game. Um, what yeah. happened was I took Sabine, camped on the spire, sat right in the middle so that Scott yeah. couldn't go up there, and yeah. I wa- I waited uh, until. Sabine was like one of the later activations. I think I had her and Chopper go. Yeah, one like, after the other. Yeah, one after the other. Like near the end, I went with Hera and Kanan actually beforehand. Um, I had motivation on Zeb. I should say that. And we're gonna. I want to do a little bit of a talk at some point about how we think motivation is probably better. Yeah, I've I've been come. I've come to believe that motivation is better. And I was kind of a a, a staunch doubt supporter. Yeah. I mean, I think doubt is better in certain matchups and motivation is better in others. So we can yeah. talk about that. Um, okay, so what happened was I took Chopper and Sabine top to the Spire and everyone else rotated around the bottom. Yep. Okay. And we clashed at the bottom. I put Ezra out. I did not have on the lamb and somehow I had let it slip to um, Scott that I didn't have on right. the lamb. Well, was I was, well, I had played 4C. Yep. And I had in my hand planning yep. and tools for the job, and my thought was, well, I know the dark energy is on the top of my deck. Yeah. And if I get rid of planning, I deprive him of two cards. Yep. And I get to draw planet, or yeah. I get to draw dark energy. 
but tools for the job is such a compelling like you always want to get rid of that yep. and i i i went with that and i don't regret that decision necessarily but i'm curious how it would have played out in the other direction yeah so so scott does that i put ezra out four spaces away from darth vader cuz i want i want him to bring vader in like to attack cuz i've got pummel take initiative in hand um, and i want I want him to bring Vader up so I can start smacking him up. And I haven't gone with Zeb yet, who's got motivation again. So Scott brings up uh, Vader to hit on Ezra. Yeah. And I dodge. And I, well. And oh, I, no, no, no. Not this yeah. one. So I play face to face. That's right. So that I can be adjacent to Ezra and Kanan. That's right. I, I debated a little bit who I should attack. I've come to believe that I should have attacked. Um, I should have attacked Kanan. My thought was I'd like to, if I, I know he doesn't have on the lamb. Yeah. So if I attack Ezra now and I get lucky, yeah. I kill him, like, great. And, and Vader can do 10 damage to Ezra. It's not super likely. I just need him to roll. Uh, basically, I, I need to roll him. I need to have him roll a blank or a block or a one evade. Yeah. And I'll get him. Yeah. Uh, if I roll a, a certain value. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, and so I think I did. Two damage. Two damage. Uh, Vader low rolled the entire night, which we should kind of talk yeah. about as being a, a pretty important it was. game. Yeah. Um, I think I should have attacked Kanan, and we'll talk about why. Um, so sort of put that on him. Uh, I double-moved Palpatine yep. to be able to order a second attack. Yeah. Uh, this time I chose to do it on Kanan, I put six damage on yeah. Kanan. You, yep, you put six damage on Kanan. Um, I bring Zeb up. He has, he has Ezra attack Vader and recover the two damage that I took. And so then it's Zeb, Kanan, Ezra, and Hera are on the bottom of the map, like right in the grill of Vader and Palp. Okay. Yeah, I think, and Ezra does like four damage to Vader, three or four. Yeah, he gets yeah. he, he gets like a good, and this is through Zillow, right? Like, because this is my first attack of the round. Yeah. And so Scott Zillow, so I don't do a ton. I mean, but it's a great, it's a good hit. I yeah. fix a die, and it's it. Yeah, it, it's not bad. It's respectable. Um. So that's round one. Round two. Yeah. I have initiative. You have initiative. So Palpatine uh, tempts Kanan. Because I, I take and he negates it. Yeah. Yep. So Palpatine tempts Kanan. Yep. And I order Vader to attack. Yep. I get one shy. Of killing him. You get one shy of killing him, which is a big deal. Because you have to force lightning. Because then I have to force lightning him. Yep. And because of that, uh, then I have Vader. Yeah. Kenny does some shenanigans. With, I pummel. He pummels. He has Zeb do an attack with Spectre. He puts Vader up to 15 damage. Yep. I force choke and attack Ezra with Vader. Yep. Nine damage. Yeah. No, no, no. Because I dodged one of my attacks. And then you... I, so I, I dodged one of your attacks. Then you get up to nine damage, right? Because Vader had... Cause That's Vader, right. Yeah, because Vader had his... Because um, Vader had his attack, which could have killed him. And did you... No, you didn't pummel. That must have been your free hit. It was your end of round. We're, we're like getting these no, no, things No, no, end of round. End of round was a force choke on Kanan. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. But Ezra did dodge an attack. Yeah. And we were talking about this at the time. Like, Scott's like deciding, like, who do I, you know, who do I attack? And I'm like, if you don't kill Ezra right now, you're going to lose the game. Yeah, which is very true. Which is true. Um, so he goes to kill Ezra. Ezra dodges. And at that point, he, Scott has just got to do everything he can to get damage on Ezra. Ezra gets up to nine, but I'm able to motivation, recover one. Push him away with uh, yeah. Zeb and like form this box right around Ezra, yeah. killing Vader. Yeah, well, and with because if he didn't have motivation, then what I could have done is moved a Death Trooper yep. up to to do the final damage on, yep. on Ezra, and, and in all likelihood probably get him. Yep. 
but uh, that didn't work out so well. Yeah, so at that point when with Vader down, Ezra is Ezra is at 8 damage, but I'm going to get initiative the next round. I have negation in hand, so that Ezra's going to be able to go up, put a hit on Palp. And like Palp's also at this point is taking like 7 or 8 damage. You know, it's going to be Thrawn versus Ezra. Hopefully you can kill him. Zeb, who's completely full health, and Sabine, who's never been touched, right? Who's on the yeah. spire. So, I mean, we just called it at that point. Yeah, and it was just, you know, we'll, we'll try something more interesting. Uh, and, and that's a kind of situation where I made a mistake and a dodge was very important. So, I, I'm confident Vader, Palpthron can beat Spectre Cell. I really like it. But it depends on how often. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I definitely agree. So, then the next game we played, we played same mission. Oh, we were playing Fluctuations on with Always, we should say that. Yeah. Where points don't matter. Yeah, it's like, whose line is anyway? Yeah, it's all made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, so the next map we play, or so we just swapped. I played the box, and it's the box that's got mock. It's all hero. It's all unique characters with mock, heroic effort, and balance of the force. So I've got um, hard freedom, strategic shift, intelligence league, and besides that, just box things. Yeah. So we, were, so we played, we just wanted to play the same map. We took the same side. So I, I like, I took Scott's place. As the non-Spectre player, Scott played Spectre. Yeah, we were on the same... I took the inside yeah. area and he took the outside area. So, I mean, like, I in my opening hand, I had on the lamb, planning, black market prices. Which I'm like, this is bonkers good, right? Like, I'm feeling very, very good about this. What I do is I move the box, besides R2, everyone down to the bottom, away from the spire, right? Because, like, what is the point of contesting that? Right. So I move everyone down. R2 goes up, obviously, to draw a card. R2 doesn't die for a long time. He did good work. Yeah, well, he got system shock and he got grenaded. And I think he died in round four. He did die in round four. Um, but I move everyone else down. What happens is I commit to a play as Scott is also, because Scott's bringing everyone else down, but Scott does a really good job about like protecting line of sight. I'm able to get an end of round shot with on round one with um, Han, tools to the job on Kanan, but I only deal like... You did four damage. Four damage, right? Which is just... You might have done five, and then I motivation down That was before. it. I did deal five, and you motivation. Yeah. But that's not, say, what you, that's not what I want. Yeah, that's not... If you're going to commit that. I will say that I usually play Doubt with Spectre Cell. I tried out motivation this time after my game with Kenny. And we're going to talk about that here at the end. So, but, like, the, the story of our game is, like, this very bitter war of attrition, where Scott is bringing people up. I am trying to work people down. He does a great job of making Ezra be my primary target the whole time. He's, I know he's got on the lamb in hand. Which I did. Yeah. And and I had Pummel, and I had, like, Rebel Graffiti. I'm trying to get him to attack Han, but I'm not, like, the problem is, is that Han can take a hit, right? He can take one hit, and then I've got to play on the lamb. So I've got to put Han in a position where he's your best target for one attack, but then I can, like, get him away. And Scott just knows how to, like, handle that to where either he's going to be able to get two attacks and kill him or he's just not going to worry about it. Well, and it's important to note that when Kenny brought up Han to attack um, uh, Kanan, I moved Zeb over yep. to attack Han. Uh, I played up uh, Urgency. Negated. He negated it, which yep. I was totally fine with because it meant take initiative, rebel graffiti, anything I wanted to play I, I had impunity for. Yeah. And what happens is... I come up, I do maybe two or three damage to Han yeah. with Zeb. Yeah. And then I Spectre sell another attack, deal another few damage to Han, but yep. MHD heals him. Yeah. And I'm able to move Zeb out of the way. Yeah, that was really good. Right. And because of that, Kenny's forced to move, use Gideon and send a focused Dracata over to shoot Zeb. Uh, Zeb. 
takes up Zeb to 13. 14. I was one no, away. No, 13. Oh, and then right. you drop, drop a, a rubble. Yeah. Drop a rubble, which takes up to 14. Yep. Start the next round. I, I I bring Ezra up. Like every like the whole the rest of Spectre is coming yeah. up. At this point, everyone is sort of up. Kenny's hiding behind the wall on the uh, western side of the map. Yeah, the left side. Yeah. Okay. And I've sort of pushed up into the center. I've got Sabine at the top. I've got Hera and uh, Kanan. I moved him over in the middle, and I've got Zeb and Ezra in the bottom. Yep. So what happens is Kenny takes takes initiative. I don't have negation. Yep. So, uh... Dracotta, Dracotta gets, gets yeah. the free kill. Dracotta kills Zeb by dropping a rubble token and yep. moves away. Ezra moves up. Yep. I shoot Ezra. Yeah. And I did, like, four damage. You did four damage. Ezra moves up, attacks Dracotta, mm-hmm. and recovers. Yep. Gosh, and, this is the worst. And does eight damage. Yeah. He rolled nine, recovered, moved away. Yep. Uh, Kenny does a good job of moving up. I actually forgot I, I had the Spectre Cell upgrade at that point that I could have used. Oh, really? Uh, I just I wondered what you were like. I, w- I wondered at that time what you were doing with that. Yeah, I just forgot that I hadn't used it yet. And uh, you've still got On the Lamb in your hand. I've still got On the Lamb in my hand. I've got Pummel. I've got all this, all this jazz. Okay. So uh, what I decide to do is I decide to push in with Sabine from the other side uh, because, you know, he's going to MHD... Uh, Dracotta. He, I know he has Miracle Worker. Yeah. Uh, and so he has all adjacent to Dracotta, Han, C-3PO, Hera, and MHD. Because my, my point is, I'm doing this. I know that Sabine can get off a good bomb, but in order to get off a bomb, she's not going to be able to go back to her hidey hole. Exactly. And I decide that that's worth it. Yep. So I move up and I grenade R2 to death, which frees line of sight to attack Dracotta. I yep. make a seven range attack. I make exactly seven range. I couldn't range. believe you made that range. I think I did like two or three damage. Yeah. Yeah. So I do two or three damage, and then uh, basically Kenny has to choose do I either shoot Ezra, who I know has on the lamb, yep. or do I go shoot Sabine? Yep. He goes and shoots Sabine. Yep. And you do respect like seven, seven damage. Seven it was good damage. Because I played Element of Surprise. Because you played Element of Surprise. Uh, and then next round rolls around. Yep. You, he does his end of round attack. You do three damage. Three damage. damage. Three Gosh, damage. Needs sucked. four. Yep. And then uh, I have Sabine go and I uh, run up, drop a grenade. Yep. Two damage. Hits Dracotta. Kills Dracotta. Well. Uh, so I've got Miracle Worker, but. Ezra is literally right there. Yeah, and you, he chooses not to. He yeah. thinks about it. Yeah. So kills Dracotta, puts two damage on everyone else. Yeah. I activate Spectre Cell, runs up. Ezra uh, kills MHD. The Miracle Workers. Miracle Workers him. And then... Then I use MHD to heal Han, so I get more d- damage off Han, and I weaken and do an invasive procedure right. on So now Ezra's got three damage, and he's weakened. Yep. I play Pummel. Yep. I kill MHD, and I almost kill Hera. Yeah. But she doesn't die. I on the lamb. That was No, right. no, you on the lamb, Kanan. Oh, that was right. That was right. That was right. Right, so I do, maybe, I do not respect, not a lot of damage yeah. to Hera. So then, I don't remember what you did next after that. I, I think, think C-3PO went. I think C-3PO did go. Right. And Kanan runs up, and he does enough to kill Hera, but he on the lamb, Hera. That was it. Yeah. So, like, our, and, like, at that point, like, I have got a f- almost full health Ezra. Kanan yeah. has got four damage on him. I finally kill Sabine, but like I've got Ezra. Realistically, I've got full health Ezra and Hera versus Han, C3PO, Gideon, because you kill, you kill, um, I kill Kanan, then you dying lunge. Yeah. 
to... I, I kill Mock with Kanan as well. That's right, you killed Mock with Kanan. Yeah. yeah. So, like, at this point, like, the problem... Like, it was just a War of Attrition, and I lost the War of Attrition. Yeah. Like because I, it, and it came down to that because I had played Rebel Graffiti four times... Oh, my gosh. And because I'd been garnering one or two points from the objectives... Yeah. I didn't have to kill Han. I just I, got up to... I killed everything but Han and went up to 40. Yeah, and you didn't get, like, a ton of points off of objectives, but you got... Like, eight points off of Rebel Graffiti. I'd say I got maybe four or five off of objectives. Yeah, like, four or five off of objectives. Well, actually, probably six or seven, because how many rounds did we go? Four, but, like, there yeah. was... And Chopper scored, like, all but one of those. Yeah, so, I mean, I could say maybe, like, four or five, right? Yeah. Like, five, maybe five or six, but, like, realistically, I'm thinking we were talking about five. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because it was a crazy war of attrition. I still never got... I, I took a strain on Dracotta as a... Card. Card, which I shouldn't have done, which is a mistake, and I burned Intelligence League, which I was, like, waiting to, like, get rid of. I was just going to pitch freaking on the land because I knew it was in his hand. Yep. Um, but obviously, I wasn't... So, I screwed... That was a mistake. That was a mistake. And it might... It probably didn't cost me the game, like, in the sense of, like, I wouldn't have won the game without it, but it would have definitely tilted the game in my favor. Well, so, it depends on if you could have... Or so put if, it, like, more balanced. If I didn't have on the lamb, or it depends on when you would have discarded it, because it, I might have played Ezra differently... But also... Well, that, that was the end of round two. So you wouldn't have had on the land round three and round four. Right. So it really, it really depends because let's if everything went the same, um, except for rather than attacking Sabine, you attack Ezra. Yeah. I mean, Sabine can do a lot of damage. Yeah, but like, if I can kill Ezra, right? Like, Ezra, yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. But I feel like Ezra is such a beast and especially in the end game right like yeah. the chance of him dodging just all of those things it was just crazy yeah. anyway i think like that you know we've gone on about this but that kind of give, gives everyone a run for the game our first game was actually even though it was over fast it was close if 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 Ezra, two events had gone differently if i'd made a better choice yeah and if you hadn't dodged Ezra, i i might have won the game yeah so it was close in that sense um and our second game was close. Like, it was like, it was just a war of attrition. I mean, I was never in control of the game was the problem because right. I had Rebel Graffiti and Sabine. But, like, they were both close games. I feel like it repays further play. But I do think there's a problem with Spectre Cell on the fall. And that's Absolutely. What that's what we're going to talk about right now. First off, I want to talk about motivation, though. Motivation as opposed to other things. So, JK started talking about motivation, like, a month or so ago. You know, and he brought up, like, reasons why he thought it was good. The more I think about it, the more I think he's right. Right. The reason is, is because if you put it on Zeb, it gives you an extra movement for when you need it for Spectre Cell, as well as a heal, right? And so it takes this defensive list and makes it more defensive. Now, the obvious contenders are um, extra armor, which is straight value, um, and doubt. I think extra armor, personally, is the worst choice. And the reason why is because extra armor is... Like, easy to play around in, in a certain sense. And also, there's a lot of times where it just won't matter. Like, if you're playing against Spectre Cell or against Vader, it doesn't matter most of the time, right? Like, most you've got time, this yeah. extra block token uh, because their their big hitters are just going to pierce through anyway. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I think extra armor... So, I run extra armor in my Vader Pelt Thrawn because it's a glass cannon. I mean... It's kind of dumb to call Vader a glass cannon, yeah. but it's the idea of if Vader goes down, the the list viability drops. And you have not killed a lot of things. Yeah, absolutely. Because Thrawn and Palp are great sweepers, but you they can't like take on the world. Right? Yeah, I mean three unmitigated damage that that 
you know, weakens is really, really valuable. Yeah. But it's really, I mean, he just doesn't have the potential. His max damage is five on his yeah. attack. It's just not, it's just not the same thing. Yeah. So, extra armor makes sense there. I think doubt. I, I think personally, I think, I don't think there is ever a good reason to take extra armor over doubt in a competitive tournament setting. Absolutely. Well, if you're playing against someone with focus, it's obviously valuable. Even without, I mean, there are plenty of times when you can get rid of a token. The reason, and also the thing is with doubt, is that doubt is in effect, right? Like it's burning focus, it's burning tokens, and the second you get tough luck in hand, it is going to burn like a three damage dice, right? Absolutely. That's stupid good. And so I understand the consistency of extra armor, and it is consistent, and it is good. But doubt is just a better card, right? Yeah. Like it's better in more matchups and like certain matchups against rebels that are not specter cell. It's like straight up better. And then against everything else, it has the ability to just give you a lot more value, right? Like burning tokens or burning, you know, a single die is a big deal. Yeah. Well, there's plenty of times where, Hey, you know, this is the difference between life or death. Yeah, exactly. Right. We often aren't killing things over, you know, by a margin half the time it's, Oh, I barely got him, yeah. or I got him by one and or two. Yeah, exactly. So with that being the case, but motivation. So the value of motivation is that extra movement point is a huge deal, right? Yeah. If Zeb is going last, he is threatening his two attacks in addition to this his specter cell, in addition to this extra movement, in addition to heal, right? Like there's just so much value that's coming out, especially in round two. When now Ezra can get someone who is seven spaces away, right? Like from like where he was at the end of round one. And so it's, there's a lot of, I just think there's just a lot of value there. I'm not saying it's best. We haven't played it enough. I've played it a few times besides in my game with Scott. And every time I, I have seen its value. And when I've, it's been played against me, I think JK and I might have played a game. Yeah, JK and I played a game and I saw its value. But there... I think further testing is necessary, but it should be a strong contender. If you're running Spectre Cell, you should strongly think about running Motivation. I think about it in these terms. So, obviously, healing one around when it's already so hard to kill Spectre, and Ezra's already recovering, just, it, it makes a good thing, it makes a great thing even better. Yep. And secondly, that movement, that I was playing a campaign, I'm in a campaign right now where like all like it's uh, Dracada and Kotun and Mock yeah. and Jared and all of them have mechanisms to gain extra movement outside of the two strain and the movement. Yeah. And the idea is that that is incredibly frustrating because you can't position and plan in a way that you can avoid that because there's yeah. too many X factors. Yeah. And so that's what motivation does is it creates this additional X factor that you say, okay, he's there. I can attack him. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. Well, guess what? He just went somewhere with motivation. Yep. Exactly right. I mean, it, it, there's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like it just causes enough problems that it should be thought about as, as, as like, people who are serious on playing, on playing Spectre Cell, you should think about, like, you should test out. Or, I'm sorry, you should test motivation. And... If you are playing against Spectre Cell, like if you and you're sparring, like you don't want to play Spectre Cell and you're testing against it, you should be testing against motivation, right? Like you should think about the extra movement points that your opponent's going to be getting. Yeah. Okay, so now I want to talk a little bit about playing against Spectre Cell. First off, I think it is, and I mean like I don't want this to sound too, too dramatic, but I think Spectre Cell with the Spire, with Sabine, is a little bit broken. And I don't say that very often, right? Like, yeah. I like I didn't I didn't think parting 
Blow Vader was broken. I don't think Blaze of Glory is broken. It's obviously really, really good. Um, but it's clearly very, very strong. Well, the problem is, is, is yeah, I mean, it's not broken in the sense of, like, the traditional sense. See, I'm, I'm saying that I think Sabine on the Spire is broken. Like, yeah. I, think it's, I think it's, like, it, like, it takes a core component of the game, which is positioning and risk, and completely removes it. Right? Yeah. So, well, what I'm saying is it's not broken in the traditional sense when we say broken, which is, oh, that's too good. Yeah. It's okay. broken in the sense of there is a mechanic that is not addressable. Yeah. There is an exploitation that breaks the general idea of the game. Yeah. But it does, I do think, I do think it's too good in addition to, well, like... But it's too good because it breaks sure. something, right? Yeah. The idea is that a figure... So normally, right, like, a figure... And I don't know if Sabine, because like there's lots of figures that, that applies to. With Nalvani and Warzone, it was a little different because yeah. you could see it, it. It was a two by two. Yeah. But this being and there was only a probe droid that could go on it, right? And Nexu, yeah. right? Or the yeah. Bantha, but the Bantha you could see anyway, right? Because right. like, wherever it's going to be, your yeah, and it's it. massive and it, it, it oh, it's bigger than the the space itself. Yeah. And so this presents a unique problem, and I agree that it would be hard for me when we do our our uh, regional in January, if if this rule doesn't change, I've been trying real hard to make Vader Palp Thrawn work, and I think it can beat Spectre, but yeah. the, you, a list needs to be able to beat another list 60% of the time. Or 55, right? Like, right. like 55 is like... 50.0001%, yeah. right? Like, it needs to be able to beat it more often. Like, because, you know, hey, I played five times and I beat it once. Well, you know, a blind, even a blind squirrel yeah. finds it not once in a while. Yeah, exactly. And so, and I really enjoy the list, and I think it's a very good list, but I, I do really question the value uh, of any list when Spectre can just say, great, you know those cards you really care about, yeah. which every list does? Sabine will sit here and just crush you. Yep. And it's not just that. It's not just that she's going to kill anyone who goes to get command cards, which then means you either can't get command cards or you're just putting out sacrificial lambs, right? Like R2, that's fine. Like R2 can go out there, get me a card, take a hit, hopefully survive, and you know maybe get lucky or something like that. That's fine. But it's not just that. It's the fact that Sabine is now putting pressure. Like Sabine can come around and like start hitting as the other part of that, you know, she's like the anvil to the hammer, which is Ezra, Kane, and Zeb, right? Absolutely. Because like I can't, I can't, I now can't rotate around the top. I can't rotate around the spire because Sabine's just going to kill anybody, especially with the box. But even like with not box lists like Alliance Rangers, Alliance Rangers just can't go top, right? Yeah. And so like if they can't go top, and, and I, we actually, I saw a game, so Brett Kelly streamed a game today on his um, Twitch channel, which was a really, really, really long match um, that had, it was Thrawn, Vader versus Han Range, or versus Rangers, and it went on forever, and we, I didn't like actually, I wasn't like following it too closely, but it was clear that the Rangers and Vader were on opposite sides of the map, and I think personally that was just a big mistake of the, the Vader player. I think the Vader player, what you should be doing is doing exactly what Scott's... There's lots of ways to protect line of sight as you're approaching the bottom, which Scott did a great job of, of doing. Um, and you just got to have someone, like, holding down. Don't let him, like, get away from you on the spire. And obviously Sabine does that perfectly. Yeah. Right? And there's no threat to her. Like, I can arcing shot her with Jakarta, but I would have to arcing shot, element of surprise, damage. and get to 11 damage, which I just can't do. Right. Like, like I can't do that. It's, yeah. It's possible if I, like, complete god roll and 
Hera has not been used, right? Like right, and she can add the appropriate value. It's just not. It, it's just not happening. Yeah, yeah. and I, I do hope that they address that. They need can, to address that. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just it's so difficult, and you know, there's been a little bit of debate in the Slack where I it's sort of me against the world a little bit um, about the effect of Chopper, and people kind of act like, oh, Chopper, you know, he, he delays it and. You know, oh, he's just chopper. It's just a system shock. It's just one card. Oh, so you only lose one card one round. It's like, okay, I, I totally understand the argument of why chopper isn't amazing. Yeah. Or why you take R two and and obviously it changes with Spectre and people recognize that. Yeah. But I want to like think about it in these terms of why chopper makes the Sabine problem even more so. Yeah. Or even worse, is that system shock. Kills officers. Yep. Unless you pitch a card. Which you have to do. Right. Uh, it kills smugglers. Yep. It kills hired guns. It kills it, it, it kills R2 in two shots if you don't pitch cards. Yeah. So you always, without what I do with R2 is, I take the three damage the first time and then pitch a card on the second one. Yeah. R2 is the best counter. Yeah. But even then, Sabine's just going to kill him. Yeah. Sabine's just going to go pop a grenade on him or just shoot him. Right. So either way, so let's say, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take a card and then lose an officer. Let's say that's a worthwhile trade. It's not. Yeah. But if I'm being deprived of consistent card draw, then not only am I losing card advantage. Yeah. But so many lists depend on card. How many times have you been in a game? And maybe if you're casually playing at your local game store with like just some fun stuff, this isn't meant for you. Yeah. But I think about every single match I played at Worlds. You know, one card, one initiative switch, yeah. you know, all of those make huge amounts of difference. Yeah. If Kenny hadn't taken initiative from me, yeah. or if I hadn't taken it from him in certain situations, the other person would have won. So one card can make all the difference. That's the reason why we have Intelligence League. Yeah. We're no longer in a meta when command cards are, like, superfluous, right? Yeah. Like, where they're like a nice losing, thing to have. Yeah. It's like losing Fleet Foot. It's like, oh, I could have gotten an attack. It's like, no, we're talking about losing cards like you know, face-to-face, dark energy, right? Like, we're talking about losing... Parting blow, assassinate on the land. This is why, like, you know, cards that get through their command deck, they're so good, right? And, like, this is, like, the only problem that Spectre Cell has, fortunately, is that they're not getting through their command card deck. But again, on Lothal, that doesn't matter as much because guess what? You're the only person who's getting command cards, right? Absolutely. And it sucks. So, I feel like the problem is, I feel like if you're playing against Spectre Cell, the play needs to be you got you you're, you have to either bake into your list other ways to draw cards so obviously black market prices planning officers training things like that and you either have got to have a figure like R2 that you're okay expending which still hurts right like doesn't feel great it does not feel great um or you're like oh i mean those are real realistically like your only choices you know if yeah. you're running empire you've got to include cards like planning and even, I think, now at this point, black market... Or not black market prices, but officers training. But besides that, I think you give up your your t- terminal. And that's awful. Yeah. Right? Like, that is just an awful place to well, be in. Well, and it'd be one thing if you could kill Sabine. If yeah. you said, okay, they're, they're putting it out there that they want to deprive me of cards. Yep. And we'll play that game, and we'll have that fight, and we'll go back and forth. Yep. And if you lose, you lose. Yep. But... When the, the equation is, okay, we're going to go fight, and you're going to die, and Sabine will take no damage, yep. and you still won't get any cards, 
how are you supposed to come back from that? Here and here's the the real like to we'll we'll quit complaining after we put this fine of a point on it. If there is a way to get points off of the map on Lothal, we might be in a different place, right? Like if there is right. a way to get like if the bottom side away from the spire, if there was a place where you could get like four points around or eight points around or something like that, that'd be one thing. But you can't. There's no way to get like to extract points off the board besides killing Spectre, who are the most difficult figures in the game to kill, and that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. And now the whole time you're doing this, Sabine is going to be playing Rebel Graffiti. Right? So he's he, he doesn't have pressure. Like he's got no pressure on him. And no, he doesn't care. And also, like using because there uh, there is a lot of ways to break up line of sight in this um, there's a lot of ways to break. There's a lot of ways to break up line of sight. If your opponent cannot go around top, he can't go around the spire. He's got to go around bottom. And if that's the case, there's a lot of ways to break up line of sight as you approach, so that you can kind of like decide who your opponent has to attack. And that's a problem, right? Like that's a problem. So we've put that fine of a point on it, Scott. Like, let's think. What do you have recommendations for non-Spectre players? Let's uh, let's talk about this specifically as a Vader player okay as an imperial player like what are your recommendations for players playing against specter cell on the fall like what's the what's the plan so i mean it's the same as i would recommend on any map but it's a little different it's different because i mean like tarkin is a uh, different i mean maybe it's more like ooh screw but tarkin is i think much more straightforward right well so tarkin because it's well, easy to get into well with specter so you have to engage them on your terms and I think that's true on any map. So Tarkin is a problem because Spectre Cell can afford to pick up weapons and you can't, and you'll just lose the map. Sure. That's just how it is. And so you have to engage them before, and like you can have a death trooper or you can have like an officer. You know what? Officers rolling an extra red weapon, not super bad. Yeah, that's Tur- true. Turns out when you give officers a red weapon... Uh, turns out give anything a red, a red dice and yeah, it's all right. it'll do like two or three extra damage on the attack. Yeah. And then it'll focus itself and they'll roll four dice. Yeah. So, it, it, it becomes difficult. So, I think for me, if you can take the top side, it's better. The spire side? No, no, no. The, I'm, I'm sorry. I think if you take the right side. Oh, okay. The in, in side. I see what you're saying. Because it allows you um, just a couple extra spaces that uh, you normally wouldn't get. Mm-hmm. I think it's tough with cards. Because I'm, I, I, I'll say that, like... You really have to be like hope you get good cards in the opening, so maybe it's better to take it slow because yeah. if you're not getting the cards, you'll at least get one. Yeah. Uh, I would say if you're not running planning and rule by fear, run them. Yeah. I always to. do. Got to. It gives you a one third chance of having five cards in your opening hand. Yeah. And that's a re that goes a long way towards pulling into the combo. Yeah. Uh, generally speaking, I mean opportunity always begs, but if you can kill. If you had a choice of any target, go for the um, mitigate as much risk as possible. Yeah. If you if you if you can avoid killing Ezra first and kill Kanan first, great, because he Kanan gives Ezra a lot of utility. Tons of utility. If they're in opposite ends of the map, I'd go for Ezra. Which they're not going to be. Like right. they're going to be right next yeah. to each other. If right? they're if they're together, you go for you go for Kanan. Yeah. But if they're apart and like Ezra's in your face. Don't be like, well, I can't attack him. Just just go. I mean, you have to put the damage on him. Uh, unmitigatable damage is unmitigatable damage. Yep. I think... Force I, Lightning and Force Choke will do five damage in weaken per round, and they'll lose a card. Yep. I think that 
Ezra should you should think about killing Ezra with things like force lightning, right? Like tempt combo swings, like where you can come in and do the things you need to do, and he can't respond by recovering, yeah. right? Because I mean, man, I learned so well tonight that if you cannot kill Ezra, right? Like, and if your opponent is smart about presenting targets, and I probably should have been a little bit more. Well, actually, I don't. I mean, I don't know what else I could have done. Like, I I wasn't going to spend an attack on Zeb, obviously, and I couldn't get to Kanan or Hera. Yeah. So if that's the case, maybe it. Maybe it is, I don't know. I mean, so I, it's, it's tough. It's and tough because like you've got to hit Ezra, but if you can't kill him, you're going to lose the game. Like even more than with Han, right? Yeah. Uh, Han, so you can get away without killing Han uh-huh. with points. You can't get away without, without killing Ezra because Han is wily. He'll run around and yeah. he'll be a, a smuggler. Yeah. But Kanan's going to, or Ezra's going to get up in your face. Yeah. And... The, the only reason you kill Kanan first is because Vader can do it in two attacks. Yeah. Hypothetically, you can do it in, like, a round and a half. Yeah. Um, without spending two activations. And... Assuming the swing goes your way. Yeah. And he gives Ezra a reroll. Yep. And then he gives him a turn die. I mean, the fixed die is crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's gonna... The, the problem is that... It fixes your worst die, right? Yeah. So it takes, like, Ezra... Like, rolling green, yellow, yellow is not that good. Right, yeah. but all of a sudden you make, you you fix that die and ooh, it gets good. So here's some here's some food for thought, and this is not going to be super useful because it's going to be super conditional. Spe- the the biggest I I think fundamentally, if there was one change to the Spectre Cell card uh-huh. of the three aspects it gives, yeah, the plus one damage, plus one block, and the extra attack, yeah. If you got rid of the extra attack, Spectre Cell would probably lose about ten percent of its of its value. I think that would, like, really bring down yeah. its value. Because if you think about it, the biggest problem with Spectre Cell is that you cannot mitigate it. You cannot kill things quickly enough because of how defensive they are. Yeah. You cannot de- outlast them defensively because they have such good attacks. And finally, even when you think the attacks are done, yeah. well, good, he's already gone. Well, guess what? Someone else is going to go. Yep. So if you can help it, if you can out-activate, or you can... Um, you can kill the thing that's about to activate and deprive them of that extra attack. Yeah. That's a big deal. Maybe you're not going for the big thing. Like, hey, you know, if, if killing Chopper prevents an attack on Vader, take it. Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's fair. And, and part of me wonders, you know, I run a six activation list because yeah. I get a lot. Part of me is thinking I'm going to drop doubt and extra armor for an extra officer. Or, I mean, Arvidas, he was running... I mean, Arvidas has won European Nationals, like several European Nationals. He won Nordics without Unshakable. Yeah. I think he was at seven activations. So, uh, it's an interesting thought. Uh, JK and I were talking about this. JK runs Induce Range. Yeah. Rage, and uh, one other card that... Um, pr- I think it's Price... Price of Glory. Price of Glory. Yep. So that um, it's not as consistent as nope. Unshakable. Nope. But if you have the cards, it's a functional Unshakable. Yeah. Which, you know... Gets him to seven activations, right? This seven. is why we're doing it, because yeah. it gets you to seven I could also lose just extra armor, just out, downgrade a death trooper to a regular death trooper. So there's a couple different ways to skin that cat. Yeah. Which is a horrible way of yeah. doing things. Well, that's well, don't, don't, don't anybody do that. Nobody skin cats. Okay. Cats <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay. For Rebel players, who are, for Rebels, who are running not Spectre Cell. I think with Lethal, right now, until the Spire thing gets fixed... I don't think you go top. You, you've got to run bottom. And I should have probably been a little bit more cautious about waiting to get Intelligence Leak 
right? Like, or something to where you can take control. You've got to have a way to do like a tempo swing, right? So the way that Matt Richards has described Greg Monson doing it at Worlds is he's got, Greg Monson's got Rangers. What he does is he knows when he's going to get initiative and he's got negation. He double moves all of his Rangers up to call the Vanguard, you know, negate the take initiative and then just like ace somebody. I think you've got to focus your thoughts around that style of play, right? Like, because the reason why I'm saying this is because good players are going to know what they need to do in order to block your line of sight and you're not going to get free shots. And if you're not going to get free shots, you got to think, where can I get these few shots that I'm going to take in a way that maximizes their value? And like, I'm not just don't anticipate doing chip damage. Think about like swings. And so if you're running Rangers, obviously, like you're thinking about cards like this. Also, I think you go all in on offense. You do concentrated fire, right? Like we've seen, this has been a list that, um, like we've seen in some kind of iterations with like Kotun, Kotun, Sabine, right? And Rangers, you're doing things like concentrated fire, um, primary target, wild attack even, right? Because you're, you're pumping out tokens. I think you've got to do things like that in order to, if you're running Rangers in order to overcome. I think if, if, if the, the fountain or the, whatever, the spire, uh, didn't work the way it worked with Sabine. I think Rangers would do really, really oh, yeah. well in this map. Oh yeah, this is their kind of map. Yeah, because they can just kill Sabine, right? Like, but if yeah. you can't until that's fixed, you can't go up there. Yeah, it turns out making a character immortal is <laughs> a pretty bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Defensive, you know. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. Well, and you know, as Kenny pointed out, well, Ahsoka could get to her. Ahsoka can get to her. Draconic can get to her yeah. with an arcing shot. It's like okay, anything with mobile. But also, like, I want let's let's make a quick inventory of every mobile non-ATDP and de- deployment jets, probe droids. Yeah, <laughs> like so, none of these are none of these are right. Do none damage. of these. So Nexus, I would say probably Bantha. the jets are the best. They're never going to do damage. Yeah, but that's that's the problem. Well, they'll do like two damage. She'll then she'll um, no. She, they they'll do a little bit better. I'm going to pull up the damage calculator for. Jets are not viable against Spectre Cell in general, so yeah. you don't run them. But, like... If I, you can't kill Sabine in two activations of Jets, that's your yeah. problem. And I think that's probably going to be your problem. Scott's pulling up the map. Yeah, right so now. if we do... So blue, blue, green. Surge for plus two damage. Against her. White die with a plus one block. Plus one block. Okay, so they have a... The swing is... They have a 62% chance of doing five damage. 62% to do five? Between both of them. Okay. So, but that's terrible. Yeah, that's not enough. That's terrible. Right. Uh, if they, it is because that means it is realistically literally impossible gonna... to kill her. It oh is yeah, impossible to do eleven damage. Yeah. So if that's the case, then they're going to do four. Right. Realistically, they're going to do four damage, assuming she doesn't dodge. Right. Yeah. So you know, I, I like. We're not like the option is not going to be pushing her off with like. Ahsoka jets. Dracotta, like that's not going to be the push. Like the play has got to be something's going to have to change with the rule because otherwise, like it's just yeah, too what much are you pressure. To do? Now the other problem is, is like, and I we were I saw a comment from Dave Seafeld on this, is that with Spectre versus Spectre, it's whoever has initiative, right? Whoever has initiative just double moves Sabine to the spire, and that's it, right? Like you can't even you can't contest even Sabine can't contest it. Right, because in order to draw line of sight, Sabine has to move up to get onto the spire. Right, right. and at that point, the other Sabine who's waiting there for is just going to shoot her, grenade her, right, and just kill right, her. Right, but that's they're, they're going to shoot and grenade each other. No, they, the, that's the problem is that the second person. Well, no, 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 but you, if you're the person that doesn't have initiative, yeah, 
you can't move and shoot. Right. You have to no, no, no. What you're doing is you're moving uh-huh. and you're waiting for the next round to move, shoot, and drop a grenade. Okay. But then, like, yeah, I guess that. So, so basically, it comes down to yeah. So, so then you're like, okay, whoever rolls for whoever rolls better, right? Right. And you essentially put yourself enough a, a, a few spaces away. I mean, urgency helps with this, right? If you're running urgency or anything yeah. that gives movement. So, so Sabine against Sabine, it's not solved. Obviously, you'd rather be on the spire yeah. than not. Yeah. And because if you put yourself on the spire. You're giving your you're eating just a ton of risk, right? Yeah, right. Like you're eating a ton of risk, and you're playing reactively, which is generally not where you want to be. You yeah, know? I mean, there's there is something to be said for the tempo of Imperial Assault yeah. and how you want to be uh, dictating where the game is going and yeah. how the game is playing, and you're just not doing that in that circumstance. Yeah, and that's that, but that's Spectre like that. Yeah, like this is just an exas exacerbation of the problem that already is Spectre, which is they're determining how the game's going, what you're doing, and they, they determine your entire deployment. Like, they're entire lists that are just dedicated to killing Spectre. Yeah, I don't, like, I have never worried about it. Like, I mean, I've worried about it, but I have never, like, despaired about it. So, like, a short anecdote, I told Scott about this. When I played the box, like, like the first competitive box was Ahsoka, Lando, and Jin. I built it in the era of uh, Merc Hunters because each of those guys could do good work against Merc Hunters, right? Yeah. Um, and it was it was a fun list. It was awesome. But when people started playing um, Imperials, and as Imperials got more popular, there were just I got this like sense of like existential dread for this list, where I realized that the list could not do what it needed to do in order to like beat them, right? And I, I assume this is probably the same thing for people who loved Wonder Twins. Yeah, right. I played Wonder Twins. So, like, it's yeah. that same sense where you're playing this list that you love, and all of a sudden you realize, like, this won't work. Like, I can't do this anymore, right? Like, this figure is, like, way too far below the curve. Not, like, on the curve, but, like, way too far below the curve. Yeah, it just doesn't work. Just not going to fly. And so, playing against Spectre Cell, because, like, I, 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 I mean, we've talked about this. Like, I might have made, like, a few mistakes in our my game playing against the box, but realistically, like, I had what I needed to have. I might have low rolled a few times, but like that's what you should plan on, right? You should yeah. plan on like some th- some things are not going to work out. You're going to like be one damage short of killing somebody, and that's just kind of where you're at. Right. Well, the the sad thing just about the game in general is that sometimes you do the absolute right thing and you still lose. Yeah, it's a dice game. Like I'm okay with that generally, but the question yeah. is like, I mean, six dodges feels pretty bad. Man, yeah. But yeah. you know, it, like that's that's one thing that you know when people say to me, like other than Kenny, I don't I don't spare Kenny my wrath. Yeah. Uh, but I remember I was playing a game with someone who rolled like literally seven dodges in a row that's and he said I feel so bad and I said yeah but that's the game yeah like I've you know if you we think of it less prominently with like a three block yeah but I I mean I've rolled I remember once I played Bracer Impact I rolled nine block I know I remember that yeah <laughs> you were playing I, Matt I think yeah and Matt just like I think that like three times a game I got like seven eight or nine block yeah and yeah, and that sucks. <laughs> and you know, I don't. Yeah, you know, I feel bad for Matt. You know, in that scenario. But like, dice happen. Yeah, that's not dice. Dice is not my problem, right? Yeah. Like, and I think I I love I love the variance, like the variance in Imperial Assault, because most of the time, like things regress to the mean, and we're okay. Right? right. The problem is, is that Spectre uh, removes the variance. Like, like, let's think about the best figures in the game. It just beats out variants. Like, yeah. If, so let's talk about like let's 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 assume the fall is not a thing anymore, right? Let's assume it. It's you know a year ago. Yeah. And it's heart of the empire. 
so Vader uh, always was a monster of damage, and he had sure. brutality and all that. Yeah. What they did is they said, you get a reroll. Yeah. Variance. Plus one damage. Variance. Variance. Yep. You get an extra attack, and you get extra movement. Yeah. Great. So... All the like X factors that were getting Vader's way, they removed. Yeah, we're, we're making it more consistent. Yeah, Han gets a reroll. And cheaper. Han gets an extra attack. Yeah, Han guarantees get his extra his return fire attack, yep. which was always uh, if you got really lucky, here's an extra bonus. Yeah, and then there was Ig, who is hey, here's a focus so that you're rolling three dice. You Again, also get to consistent. just you get to just get to choose yeah. what you get. Yeah, and here's two movement points. So, the, yeah, IG getting two movement points and having a speed of five is ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy good. I mean, it seems dumb to complain about IG now, but... Still. I guess, like, the point is, right, is, like, we can see, like, this, this like, drive towards more consistency, which is a good thing. Like, more consistency in games is... in especially, like, games like this is... I, I don't want to play a game that is, like, crazy random luck, right? And people didn't. In the old days, what people did is they played Trooper Swarm. Right? Yeah. Because Trooper Storm is all about efficiency. Right. Well, if you, dice, if you whiff, you've got two more yeah, units. Yeah, exactly. Or they dodge, you're like, what do I care? Right? Like, I, I'm here comes another guy to deal two damage or three damage. Yeah. Right? And so, like, the point was, like, the power curve was just so much lower. So much lower. Right? Yeah. But it was a very consistent It was so curve. much lower that a figure with ten health, a built-in block, and then recovered two at the end of each round Un- was... Unkillable. Well, not unkillable. Like you just had a swing. But you kill. felt that way. You're yeah. like, I have, to, I have to. How am I supposed to do ten damage in one shot? If you did four or five damage, you thought that was insane. Yeah. And now it's like four or five damage. I guess that's fine. Yeah. Exactly. So, like the thing with Spectre is like its efficiency is just the next level, right? Yeah. But the problem is, is like nothing else is quite there. So. So, that's where we're at. I mean, I feel like this has been kind of a ramp, but we also like <laughs> we we just played our games. The the sting is fresh, and I do think like I, I I think we need to get really serious about something needs to happen with like because Lothal is going to be in the rotation until Worlds, and something needs to happen where this changes or like we, I I just do not like I do not like what Spectre can do. On the well, you know what we really need to do. We as Kenny, this is what you would really prefer. Yeah, I know this in my heart of hearts. We should all collectively as a community decide that for the good of the game. <laughs> We change the way the rule of the spire works. I'm I'm not opposed to that. Problem is, there's the tryhards who are going to be like, no, I I I brought Spectre to win, and so which I'm not like faulting him for, but it's also like you can only do that if you can gain, you know, guarantee unanimity, and yeah, we can't we can't quite guarantee. Come on, that. Kenny, we got like 200 plus people in the Slack. That's basically the entire player base. Ah, no. Nah. Anyway, all right. So with that being the case, I feel like my my big advice at this point is. Like, you've got to think about playing... Like, Lothal needs to be played more. This is, I think, my fifth game playing it on the map. My this is my first time playing the map tonight. Really? Yeah, I haven't played it. I don't even have the map. I didn't, go by, I didn't know we had it locally. Well, so. I mean, I've been... I, I, I have been playing it on my map, but also we had built tiles for it previously, like Barbarians. Yeah. Um, but all of the games have been against Spectre Cell, and every game I've seen this problem. Well, I'm trying to think... I honestly can't remember the last time I played against or with Spectres. Okay, actually, that's a lie. So, I have, don't think other than against Spectre Cell, I've ever lost a game when I played Spectre Cell, except for one game against you. Really? Yeah. See, I have, I, I have like, and we've been playing Spectre Cell. I have like, I have actually taken the like, I have played Spectre Cell most of the time, like when we're playing because I play the box and I've like played the box enough to like. It's not like I need more plays with the box. Whereas other people are like testing things to beat Spectre Cell. So I have, I've ended up playing it. I was playing against um, 
JKs, who's the boss. I was playing against Matt and his, like, ranger list. And I do feel like Spectre is really, really strong. I have lost games, right? Like, I, ha- I have lost games and, like, I could see the who's the boss list actually doing well against Spectre Cell on list besides Lothal. Um, but, like, I feel like I've actually got, like, a really good bead on what Spectre's, like, what Spectre is able to do because I have been playing it so much. And I just... Like, every time we've played Lethal, Sabine has just been a monster. Absolutely. And, like, not even, like, for doing damage. Just, like, for, like, she closes off, like, one half of the map. You send your other half of the people there. If you got on the lamb, right, like, you're just going to do the things you're going to do. So. Yeah, Sabine is is nuts. I think, you know, I think of the 20 games I've played as Spectre Cell, I've lost twice. And wow. no, and one of that was to another Spectre Cell. Wow. And uh, it, it's just that level of consistency, like... If you're a competitive player who goes to a tournament and says, I want to win, which a lot of people do, yeah. like it's hard not to take Spectre Cell, other than like there are people who are like, well, I don't want to take Spectre Cell, and they yeah. make a point not to. And that's totally fine, but, you know... If, if, if Lothal wasn't in the rotation, or if this rule was a little bit different, I think it'd be really a lot easier to tech against Spectre Cell. I think, yeah. that, I think that the Who's the Boss list can be teched against Spectre Cell. Well, the Who's the Boss list, so... Uh, I'm not taking credit, but I remember I floated this idea. I came up with it. I hadn't heard about it before. Uh-huh. And I came up with it specifically because I said, what is the most Spectre-like Imperial list? Mm, that's an interesting I, Yeah, idea. I said, okay, so you've got Vader and you've got the Emperor, yep. right? They're both really strong individual units. Because the Empire was mostly, I've got Vader and I've got my swarm of people. Yep. And and those were sort of two equal forces. Yep. But it turns out that Vader can keep up with Spectre Cell and, and the troopers can't. And I, I don't know how Carolina Swarm goes up against. It's not. But, no, it's not going to do it. Yeah. But, and so I said, okay, well, Palpatine, I, I, I'm going to increase the Vader power. Yeah. And I'm going to make the other side do something different. Yeah. So I made, uh, so I built my list with Stealth Tactics, Brace for Impact, Force Surge, although I might switch out for Second Chance. Yeah. D- I don't know yet. Uh, Dying Lunge. Uh, I, I threw an extra armor for a bunch of defense. Yeah. I'm just trying to change the math enough that uh, I can consistently have tokens that are going to almost act as uh, Spectre Cell, the yeah. upgrade. Yeah. And Palpatine's extra attack is for the Spectre yeah. Cell. Yeah. Like, I basically tried to say, how can I mirror the concepts of Spectre Cell? I really, I think the idea is awesome. And also the reason why Palp, Vader, and Thrawn are so good is because they blunt, like, Spectre Strength is getting in your grill and just overwhelming you. Right, but it's like turns out that if you try to get in the grill of Vader, Palp, and Thrawn, like they're going to hit you hard. Yeah, right. And Thrawn has a has, is going to deprive Spectre of probably if he plays four C five cards. Yeah, which is I'd say easily. Yeah, which is super good, right? And so I think that the Who's the Boss list is very good against Spectre Cell. Like I, I'm going to say, like I think it's good, not to say like it's advantage, right? But like yeah. I think it is a very solid list against Spectre Cell but not on Lothal. Like, I gotta, like, I'm just gonna keep going back to this. Like, it's not good against Spectre Cell and Lothal because Sabine is gonna close off, like, one half of the map, and then Ezra and Kanan, Zeb, I mean, you know, we're saying with motivation, but even without, right, like, they are just going to kill Vader too quickly. Like, those two guys are gonna kill Vader too quickly before you can do anything. Yeah, it becomes really... And you're never touching Sabine, right? And so, like, by the time Sabine enters the fray... You are down command cards, whereas they've drawn a lot of command cards, and here she comes like a full health to start like acing things. So, so that's kind of where we're at. We're obviously going to have to see how things go in the next few months, right? Like our regional is going to be in two months, so we're going to see. Hopefully, we can get some kind of a rules change, 
and we're just going to have to obviously keep testing. Again, I, I do think that who's the boss is good, but this thing, this it's it, got to get figured out. Yeah, it, I think it's, I mean, this will be the thing. If it gets fixed, I'll run probably VPT. Yeah, um, which is Vader Palp. Yeah, JK um, calls it who's the boss. I call it three months. He calls it who's the boss because he's got tarot and everyone is a leader. That's right. I do, I do uh, three musketeers. Because they're the three highest uh, ranked lead, so I feel like Thrawn is better than Terra. Like Terra's like a leader, like of a squad, but like Thrawn is like a grand admiral. Yeah, well, Thrawn's a. But we call them Three Musketeers. Uh, that I'm gonna give credit to Isaac Borno. Yeah. Um, in the Slack, um, because he's the one who first uh, showed that to me. I just said, "Oh, I'm running Vader, Paul Thorne. He's like, "Oh, Three Musketeers." I think VPT is better, but you know, Isaac, I love you. So. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's fine. You know what? I'm gonna call it. Uh, Vader's uh, new family. There you go. Okay. Uh, um, so, with that, let's conclude. I mean, this has been kind of, this has been a rant episode. We don't. I have not done too many of these, but I feel like this is one of those times where I had to like get it off my chest. <laughs> so, for everybody who's playing and like testing, I strongly encourage people to be start playing Specter Cell on Lothal and playing against Specter Cell on Lothal, so we can get this figured out. In the yeah. interim, let's just all barrage FFG with our emails demanding that they fix the spiral, and then we'll just kind of have to see where it goes. Yeah, FFG, if you're listening, please fix this. <laughs> They're not listening. However, Todd, I'm going to send you another email in which I will request that this change be made. So eventually eventually, I'll escape the spam box, the FFG spam box, and they'll listen to me. And if you don't listen to our demands... We'll be very sad. Yeah, we will be. We'll still keep buying your stuff because we are bad people and uh, don't know how to protest with uh, our dollar. <laughs> yes, the, on- the only protest worth anything in our capitalist economy is the protest with dollars. But <laughs> but with that being the case, on to some better news. Again, regionals are going to be starting. They're starting in three weeks. Three weeks is going to be December 1st. Like, we're getting regionals going. As the beginning of the season. It is the beginning of the season. If you are in the... United States, or like a little bit further afield, the Utah Regional is going to be January 5th. It is going to be freaking amazing. We've already got three people who are flying, who have like told me that, like they bought tickets, they're flying in. Because they're good people. Because they're good people. We have got, there's probably about four or five more people that have already said like they're going to be driving down. Um, it's going to be an awesome, incredible regional event. And we're going to do lots of things with it. Like I'm, I'm designing a token that everyone who shows up is going to get. It's going to be really, really cool. There's there's just going to be a lot of things that are going to be going on. If you have any interest in coming, we strongly encourage you to come. We will find a place for you to stay, and it will be tons of fun. Yeah. Also, you'll get to hang out with us. And you got to hang out with us. So. And maybe you could be on the podcast. <laughs> that's it. We will be doing many podcasts that, that weekend, I'm sure. Um, so that that's where we're at. We would, again, encourage everyone to come. Let's really try and get the Spectre Cell thing figured out, and let's get this Lethal thing figured out. Scott, do you have anything else? No. All I'm right. good. Thanks for listening to our rant, guys. <laughs>